God bless you. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome on this Monday to Daily Moments. This is Carol Henry, station manager and host of the program today, along with my special guest, author and counselor, Matt Pavlik. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about marriage and relationships. We know that all marriages seem to be under an attack today, and half of marriages are ending in divorce, and that number is even higher in second marriages. You know, without God in the mix, right in the middle of our marriages, and uh, we find that uh, we open doors for fear and self-doubt, but Matt's book will help us develop intimacy and hope for our marriages, and and it also gives counseling insight with strong biblical applications. The book manual is titled Marriage from Roots to Fruits, Understanding God's Design for Growing in the Good Soil. It's, uh, like I said, written by my special guest today, uh, author Matt Pavlik. And Matt is a licensed professional clinical counselor who has a heart for healing marriages. Matt and his wife, Georgette, have been married over 15 years, and they uh, live in Lebanon, Ohio, with their four children. And I, I want you to look Matt up on the web. You can do that and learn more about him and his ministry at christianconcepts.org. And we're just blessed to have Matt on the program today. You're going to be so glad you've tuned in to WKTO. Call some friends and uh, even put it on Facebook today that they can join us by live stream at WKTO.net. Mike, uh, Matt, welcome and thanks so much for sharing your new book with us. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Now, before we talk about your book, tell us a little bit more about New Reflections Counseling Ministry and what led you into this field of work, and then how our listeners can connect with you. Sure. I became a Christian when I was about 20 years old, and uh, at the time I was pursuing a computer science degree, but uh, becoming a Christian also, uh, God uh, gave me gifts to... I'll be able to help people understand his truth, and that led me mm. to being a counselor. And I decided on a name of New Reflections Counseling uh, because I want to, it has double meaning to uh, reflect God's image, but also to reflect on his truths. Great. And so you're there in Ohio. Now, does your website uh, give some help for people that want to just uh, check with you? Uh, like, do you post uh, things that... Uh, or do you have to actually go into your practice to get help? Uh, there, I've written some articles and some helpful information. I have a couple of email lists on uh, some different websites that I have. Okay. I have a, a, an email address or any, a website for Marriage from Roots to Fruits, uh, marriagefromrootstofruits.com, and uh, my, my practice website is newreflectionscounseling.com. And if you get to one of those, if you get to Christian Concepts, you should be able to get to any of those other ones, too. Oh, good. All right. Well, Matt, you know, in this crazy mixed up world that we're living in, uh, where marriage has been redefined, who would have ever thought? 
I was hoping that maybe we could start off by you sharing with us what God's definition of marriage is and what also is God's design for a healthy relationship. Okay, sure. Um, I thought a lot about that when I was writing the book, and I came up with a definition that I'd like to share. It's marriage is God joining together a man and a woman, loyal to each other for life, who each contribute distinct but equally important abilities towards the completion of a fruitful mission greater than can be accomplished apart. Oh, that's good. Boy, that that pretty well defines it, doesn't it? And and what what would you say uh, that God uh, God's design is for a healthy relationship? Well, it's it's one where. Uh, a man and a woman both feel valued and, and they can each contribute to the relationship, but they contribute something different. Uh, it's also uh, where each uh, feels that what they want from the relationship is considered and it's important, uh, but also where they can recognize that marriage isn't everything either. Right. that uh, marriage might not be able to meet all their needs. Their needs may need to come from other places, too. Well, that's true. And we do get in trouble when we try to, uh, you know, have such great expectations out of that mate that they meet all of our needs. Um, how did this book come about, Matt, and what led you to write Marriage from Roots to Fruits? Well, I've been a counselor for about 15 years, and... As I've been meeting with couples and trying to help them, I've read a lot of different books on marriage, and I wanted to write something for my clients that was more comprehensive, that was also a workbook that would uh, allow them to dig into the the truths that God has for them and uh, to understand marriage, to, to adjust their expectations, but also have the tools they need to uh, be able to put a marriage back together if it's not going so well. So can couples go through each of these chapters together and uh, really get gain just counseling <laughs> between the two of them through this book? Yeah, I, I divided it into three parts. Uh, the first part is spiritual foundations. The second part is individual growth. And then the third part, which is the bulk of the book, at least two-thirds of it, is about uh, the couple growing together in marriage and understanding marriage. And it, it's written, uh, I wrote it uh, with 52 lessons, and there's questions and reflections and assignments at the end of each chapter. And, and truly, that first part, that that spiritual foundation part, uh, without that, it's, uh, it's pretty hard to make any marriage uh, survive, isn't it, Matt? Right, yeah. A lot of couples will uh, carry forward from their families growing up, but not quite make the transition to uh, understanding how God meets their needs, and they can put too much of their their longings on their mate. And if that happens at the wrong time and there's wrong timing of it, then uh, it becomes too much pressure on the marriage. Uh, it's not that a husband and wife can't meet each other's needs. It's it's just if it has to happen too quickly or it has to happen now or they don't have the time, or they don't take the time and the patience to work through conflict when it comes up. That's when it can become difficult. Hmm. Uh, 
Chapter 27 is the four languages of love. Could you talk to us about that? Uh, sure. Um, I put that chapter in there to um, talk about uh, different ways that uh, couples can uh, communicate with each other um, the different ways that they can um, express the love to each other at different levels. They can be, uh, they can have a physical passion, but that really needs to be based on the emotional affection that they have for each other. And the emotional affection really needs to be based on the thinking and intellectual knowing of each other, and that really needs to be based on the spiritual, unconditional commitment that they have for each other. Mm. So if you get those out of order, then you can, uh, you, you won't have a very strong relationship. Mm. So it needs to be more than just uh, attraction uh, from the physical points, what you're saying, right? Right. Yeah, if if the relationship is only based on that, that would be uh, like one of the, the four types that I've put in the book, that the couple is just on the rocks, which means that they, they're very passionate about each other, um, but they, they may grow too quickly and not have enough of a foundation to sustain the growth. And so the, the image of that in one of Jesus' parables is... Uh, where the, the grass grows up quickly between the rocks, but it doesn't have enough of a root so that it doesn't uh, take uh, strongly enough. Uh, you talk about how marriage goes through uh, stages. Could you share some of that with us? Sure. Uh, God certainly made each of us to go through developmental stages um, you know, we're, we're born as a, a little baby, and we depend on others, and we grow and change and become more competent and capable as we're growing up. He doesn't give us everything at birth, uh, but we acquire it over time. And marriages have to go through the same kind of a developmental process. You know, a, a new marriage might be thought of as a little baby. It, it needs to grow. It needs to develop. And the main way that a marriage develops is just understanding teamwork and how, how to work together. And that can take some time. You shouldn't expect to just get all that and know all that mm-hmm. at first. Uh, but a couple needs to have um, that mentality to be able to shift from thinking about themselves as single to thinking about themselves as a team or a couple. And a couple will go through... Uh, five stages, which I've borrowed from uh, group counseling, where couples go through, uh, I mean, uh, group members would go through stages of norming, which is uh, getting to know each other, and kind of like for marriage, it'd be kind of like the honeymoon, and then there's uh, forming, which is learning, oh, sorry, storming would be the next one, 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, that's where the couple figures out where they're different, and there can be some fights or conflicts. And then the the third one would be norming, which is smoothing things out and kind of getting a the beginning get, beginnings of getting a sense of uh, how things are going to work. And then the fourth one is performing, where things are going really well, smoothly. Uh, they've got a pretty good system down. Uh, and then the final final one is adjourning, which is uh, handling losses or handling even uh, the death of, of uh, a partner, mm. uh, just different changes that can come into the mix. Wow. If you just join me today, I'm talking with author Matt. He's also a counselor, Matt Pavlik, and he's written uh, a new, I think it's like a manual, uh, Marriage from Roots to Fruits, that uh, you as couples can take and use as a, a guide. Also, uh, Matt, this this book, uh, I feel, can um, really be used as a tool for pastors and counselors uh, to use as a guide for premarital counseling or to help hurting marriages. Don't you feel that's true? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, it's comprehensive enough that somebody that, uh, like a counselor or a pastor, could take it and walk a couple through it, and a couple can do the exercises, and it would really uh, be an eye-opener for them and would strengthen uh, a couple uh, before they would get married. So true. Uh Matt, I know of many couples that they have trust issues uh, because of things that the couple, one or two of them, have done that have caused them to distrust, uh, whether it was, you know, infidelity or whatever. But um, And they have a question about, you know, can I ever trust again? What helpful advice can you give these couples? Well, infidelity or even any other kind of serious betrayal uh, is difficult to overcome, um, but it's not impossible. Uh, trust is broken by being dishonest, so trust is repaired by being honest. So the couple, if they really want to be serious about repairing it, no matter what's happened, they would need to start with being by being transparent, open, and honest with each other. And that's really the is going to produce a lot of fruit in the relationship, and it's going to build trust. It's going to take time, mm-hmm. but it's still it's the it's the primary way to rebuild trust. And like you say, it does take time. And I think just you know always saying divorce isn't uh, going to be in our vocabulary. Uh, I realize that maybe there are times. Uh, when you, you know, couples have to divorce. Uh, but I think too many people give up too quickly on their marriage. How do you feel about that? Yeah, that's uh, that's the main struggle I face uh, when I'm doing counseling because couples come in usually when they're towards the end of the process and they're uh, already pretty frustrated with each other or frustrated with what they thought marriage was going to be. Uh, it would be good to see couples sooner when they really start to see a real problem that's not not uh, going so well, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't believe in divorce. I don't think that uh, mm-hmm. that should be in the vocabulary. Uh, I do understand that it happens, but uh, it is possible to repair uh, and grow 
in understanding you know, what God had planned for marriage. Uh, that really starts with each individual feeling secure and feeling valued as for who God made them to be and not expecting their spouse to uh, be somebody else other than God made them to be and to allow for time to grow into that person too. And I think that's why God made marriage a lifetime uh, commitment because it takes that long to really get it right. <laughs> that's true. It really does. I've been married this year will be 47, uh, 48 years uh, that Randy and I have been married together. We got married in in 1970, and uh, we're still, you know, it, it's still a journey learning each other. You know, that it's a lifetime time journey, and we've had our ups and downs, but we've always been committed uh, to our marriage. and And I think that's a missing link today. Commitment. Talk to us about commitment. Sure. Uh, commitment uh, is uh, more objective. It's, I think of it like a, a dome or an umbrella or a shelter over the marriage. Uh, it protects it from all kinds of bombardments or intrusions uh, that would, would seek to divide the couple and separate them out. You know, if, if all else is going wrong, if, you're not, if your feelings aren't in line with each other and you're not feeling good about the marriage, then... The commitment holds everything together until your feelings can come back around again, until you can get the, the truth or the healing that you need so that you can feel good about the relationship again. Mm, that's good. Uh, talk to our listeners about the format of your book, what, what they'll find in each chapter. Sure. Um, the beginning of the each chapter I have like a quote or uh, some scriptures, and then I start uh, sharing some of the things that I've learned, uh, like a, a lesson or a teaching lesson, and then the uh, the third part is a for ref- reflection section, which asks some questions, some study questions, or uh, gives a, a, a more pointed truth or lesson to reflect on after you've read the chapter, and then there, the fourth section is uh, Next Steps, which is uh, questions to lead the reader deeper uh, and also especially uh, exercises to uh, work on to actually help you digest the material. Uh, could even include watching a movie or something like that and talking about the movie with your partner. Mm-hmm. It's a... It's a great manual for couples to use. And can our childhood uh, affect our marriage relationships, um, Matt? Yeah, I really believe it does. Uh, You know, none of us is perfect, and we live in a world that uh, isn't perfect either. Uh, Fortunately, we have God, and we have His Spirit with us, but uh, that doesn't mean everything's going to turn out right all the time. And through childhood, we're supposed to come away with a strong sense of security and who we are and who God is, but that that doesn't always happen uh, the best way. And we can believe lies about ourselves that uh, uh, are, are 
are negative are uh, hurtful, uh, that fester. And if we we hope that our mate is going to be able to heal all that, uh, that's what I was talking about earlier, that the expectations can be too high to mm. make all that up too quickly, then that can be difficult then. Right. Uh, what are some reasons... Uh, that you feel couples drift apart. Yeah, that's a that's a good question too. Um, I th- I think couples need to always keep each other updated. They need to be uh, be able to separate, but also be able to be together. They need both of those. They need to feel like they can leave each other and go off into the world, or in the home, stay in the home, uh, but be separate and do uh, what God's called them to do, uh, but then come back together and sort of uh, debrief each other. Now, this is how my day was. This is what happened to me. This is where my emotions went to, and uh, this is how my thinking has changed. And uh, if you don't keep each other updated, or to the degree you don't do that, then you'll end up, uh, there'll be some missing information there. It'll start to divide the couple. Hmm. That's good. Uh, chapter 32 in your book is From Conflict to Harmony. Uh, we're all going to face conflict, uh, but can you give us some helpful tools or helpful ways to to um, handle conflict in our marriage? Sure. Um Chapter 32 introduces the, you know, the idea of uh, being passive, assertive, or aggressive. And uh, somebody that's passive is going to tend to let the other person win in their life, and they might end up losing. Somebody that's aggressive might be the one that's always going to win and make the other person lose. But when somebody is assertive, they're more capable of... Uh, creating a win-win situation. They want to think about uh, what's important to their self, but they also want to think about what's important to their their mate, and there's uh, different ways to go about resolving that, too. And, you know, some just, they just try to avoid any kind of of dealing with conflict, like, you know, the problem's going to go away. But usually that just builds up and builds up until finally they just boil over. And and it's good to just grab a hold of those little things. You know, the Bible says it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. And uh, talk to us about that. Sure. Yeah, that's part of uh, being honest again and also knowing yourself enough and having learned maybe through from childhood or maybe it could be later in life too, but learned that you're valuable and what you need is important too as much as your spouse's. But then once you realize it's important for you, then you should be able to develop some empathy to realize that it's got to be important for this other person in your life too, and that can help you uh, consider both, both parties as, as part of the team. Mm, that that's so good. Uh, how does um, our listeners obtain a copy of your book? 
uh, Matt? Is it on Amazon in other ways uh, on your website? Yeah, it, uh, the primary way would be to go to Amazon and search for my name, Matt Pavlik. That'll pull up uh, th- this book that I've written and the other the book I've written too. Um, if you want to, you can also get to it from Marriage to Roots, Marriage from Roots to Fruits dot com, and there'll be links there that would take you to Amazon. Uh, for uh, I think you know, you're, you're in Florida there, so most of your listeners are going to be in Florida. So that would be the the best way. I do uh, sell the books locally out of my office too, though. Okay, very good. Well, the last question before we have to say goodbye to you today is um, there may be couples listening to us today. They, they've already made up their mind that their marriage was hopeless. They're ready to give up on that marriage today. They're in emotional pain. Uh, could you give them some advice today. Is it ever hopeless? Uh, no, not not with uh, with God involved. It's 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 not hopeless. You may feel hopeless, and I can understand that. Um, it, it's a matter of looking at uh, uh, the right perspective. If you're like uh, if you stub your toe, then you're really just thinking about your toe a lot but you're not thinking about the rest of your body. So you need time to understand, you know, what just happened. Did you just stub your toe? Maybe you need to give your toe some extra attention for a little while, but then you have to get back to looking at the bigger picture of what's going on and what's God doing in your life, what may be the the purpose of everything that's going on. Hmm. Well, the book will truly help those couples that are working through, and and it is work, no doubt about it, to have a good marriage. But anything in life that's worth anything takes work and effort, doesn't it, Matt? Definitely does, yeah. So um, just would you just close us today in prayer and uh, l- just uh, pray over marriages today that they will see that with God there's always hope? Yeah, sure. Jesus, I thank you for uh, all that you've done for us, uh, and thank you for coming here, for uh, representing God to us. Thank you for demonstrating uh, what it's like to be a husband to all of us. Help us to understand that imagery as we seek to connect to our mates. And I pray for those right now out there that are listening that if they're feeling this discouragement, Mm -hmm. that uh, God would be with you and you would realize that uh, with uh, his truth and grace and love that you can uh, come back together in your marriage and uh, live the life that God has for you. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Matt, thank you so much for taking out time today to be on the program. And uh, I just pray that God will use this book, Marriage from Roots to Fruits, uh, to heal many, many marriages. Thank you, Carol. Bye-bye. Bye.